0: Some of our listeners have been uh, getting on this September challenge business. It's nice. It's I nice know. to not be alone. It is nice to not be alone. I love seeing it and I'm I'm excited to hear how everybody's doing.
1: Me too. I can't wait.
0: Hi and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts and celebrating all the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny.
1: That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So, we're getting intentional about our habits, and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self.
0: On today's episode, we are hearing from you, the listener, about what habit challenges you've undertaken for September. In Umiliki, Jenny is sharing a surprisingly simple household cleaning hack, and I'm loving kombucha while I forego booze this month. My win is related to a change in morning routine, and Jenny's learn is related to her recommitment to just saying no to sweets. But first, let's check in to see how each of us is doing with our September Habit Challenge.
1: Yeah, let's do that. We're now in the third week of September. Is that right? Third yeah. week? Oh my gosh. So, and this is our another new year, as our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin says. So how's this week been for you?
0: Uh, well... My dry September is going well. Uh I had the planned exception for our mini vacation at the beginning of last week. Uh but other than that, it's been fine. So yeah. there's something about skipping out on the booze that is pretty cool. It's kind of this neat space where you do something that then something something different than what you've normally just had as a habit and you're thinking about it in a different way. So it just feels interesting to do the experiment because I kind of feel like in general, in a lot of people's worlds, it's just so such a normal part of life. So from a practical perspective, I feel like I'm sleeping better. Um, I have no foggy head or headache the next day. And even one glass of wine will sometimes create those symptoms for me. So it's a good experiment, I think, to go without for a while to see how it affects my overall life and health. Yeah. So um, I'm sure that there's some deeper stuff we could talk about in terms of like taking a break from alcohol for a while. But um,
1: yeah,
0: just from the first, you know, three weeks of going through this process, I I, I think it's good to re-examine that relationship and sort of see if it's a sustainable one.
1: It's always good to take a look at those kind of things, yeah. I think. That's a great idea.
0: Um, and then my other thing that I've been working on for September is um, moving my body on the regular. And uh, this has been okay, but not what I originally pictured <laughs> or planned. So my back is still not 100 out of 100. Um, I mentioned in the last few episodes that I've been dealing with an episode of... Um, low back pain. I'm much better than I was. I've been moving, but it's been more stretching and doing some specific physio exercises with my trainer and also on my own for homework. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite what I'm used to for exercise. I'm used to kind of giving her like getting after it. And yeah, it's just not that's not been happening at all. Like I haven't really had a lot of, you know, increase your heart rate kind of exercise in the last bit. So um, I am dedicated to getting stronger, though, and I am feeling better. So I'm really dedicating myself to working hard so that we can, I can be ready when we go snowboarding in December. Awesome. That's great. How about you? How have you been doing?
1: Um, I'm, I'm on track with the meditation habit. So I've kept the streak alive throughout this month. So I haven't missed a day. Um, but this week I'm trying out shifting the time that I'm meditating at because I need, I think to do it at a time of day that will benefit me the most. So Now that we're kind of back into the school year, I leave work to be home in time to get my little guy off the bus and kind of start our evening together. And we're still in that transition of back to school. And sometimes emotions can run a bit high when he comes off the bus. And for me, after working from 8 a.m. on, I'm not always fully uh, equipped or in the right headspace to be ready to receive the emotions that come from the day at school Um, so there's some times where I find myself, you know, after I get home standing in the pantry, grazing for snacks or maybe scrolling on my phone when I would really like to be more present to help his transition into home. He's definitely the kind of kid who has challenges during those, what what we call like the transition times of day. So I want to be more present, more patient, and overall just kind of like more calm with him. So I'm trying out this week doing meditation as soon as I get home as a way to kind of recenter myself before he gets off the bus. That's cool. Yeah, and so far it's going well. So prior to this, I was meditating in um, in bed when I woke up, and sometimes it leads to falling back asleep. And as we all know, a failed meditation can learn to lead into a successful nap. So mm-hmm. it's not a failure. But, um, so that's my kind of meditation kind of approach and thing I'm trying is to do it at a time of day that you have a little window of time and you could maybe use that chance to get realigned.
0: That's cool. And by the way, it's kind of neat to think about transition times because I am always uh I guess, probably similar emotions run high, and I'm a bit cranky and grumpy as I come in the door from work. Sometimes I feel like it's because I have to eat. But it's also just because I'm transitioning from one set of energy to another set of energy. There's something sure. cool about that. So if I have trouble with it, and I've been working on it for four decades, I can imagine that a six year old is still figuring it out. Like, that's, yeah, that's sure. neat to know that and to create that space for him.
1: Yeah. So I, I just like to in my ideal world, be there to kind of take in everything he's laying down after the day because
0: they don't always tell you directly what happened. Sure.
1: Right. They might show it to you in other delightful ways.
0: Right. So do you feel like you're missing it in the morning or it's okay putting it in later in the day?
1: I think it's better later in the day. Um, it's always been a bit of a challenge in the morning. I think because my natural inclination is to get up and get going. I like going in the morning and I find it kind of slows me down, but not in a positive way. Okay. At a time when I'm like, no, I like the momentum of the morning. Okay. And I wake up pretty chipper and all that. So I feel like I need it in the afternoon to kind of
0: reset. Good. That's awesome. That's neat to recognize yeah. that and move it around. I like that. Yeah. See how it works. All right. We want to talk about our listeners and what's been going on for you guys for September. So you've been hearing from us about how our September is going and we want to hear from you. So we are so inspired from hearing from all of you about the habits you are working to incorporate into your daily life. So as I've mentioned before, we have a Facebook group and, uh, I've been checking in there more regularly through September to see how everybody's doing. I've been kind of like poking and prodding and getting some answers from people about what's been going on for their habits and some of the things that have come up, uh, listener Vanessa, and this was on September 5th. So we were just getting into it she was doing dry September. She was, nice. incre- she was increasing her water intake and she was moving her body daily. So, cool. uh, those are all fantastic habits to get back into. And what she said about it was that she was feeling more energy today, which was September 5th when she wrote that. And she was looking forward to what day 30 would be like. Cool. Um, listener Diana told me that she went for a 2.9 kilometer walk with a friend and she said it was great. Um, Marjorie mentioned that she was looking forward to the fresh start of September, but made note that she was happy to let me hashtag dry September on my own.
1: She will happily
0: have her daily glass of wine as her and her husband continue to be active inline skating or kayaking. Um, and then cool. yesterday I put a poll out in the Facebook group, uh, and the majority of the people said that they have had a couple of slips, but overall they are doing well through their September habits challenge. So great job, everybody.
1: That's Awesome.
0: All right. Have you heard Um, from
1: anyone? Well, yeah. You know, our listener friend, Sarah. Yes. My colleague. um, This month, she committed to doing a yoga class once a week and an ab workout once a week. And so far, she said it's going really well. Um, She said the first week it took a lot of mental determination, but then kind of getting back into it felt really good and it stuck for her.
0: That's neat that she said that I feel like at the beginning of a new habit or at the beginning of a new anything, it really is. You have to dig in mentally for a few days until it sort of the momentum takes over.
1: Picture it like kind of starting when you're riding a bike, like with that first kind of like getting the pedals around. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to think about it for sure.
1: Yeah. And then Kristen, another colleague of mine, she has been doing monthly habit challenges for a couple of years now, actually. And so she's got her whole year laid out. So for September, she was giving up social media. Good
0: for her. That's a big yeah. one.
1: She said that she stayed on She's stayed on track, but she's definitely uh, noticing the absence of it. And I thought this was kind of funny. She said that she's still picking up her phone and like unlocking it and then to do nothing, right? Because she's not going to kind of browse social media, but it, it's just the habit.
0: Oh yeah. I'm 100% can resonate with that. So do you feel like, and this is what I think sometimes when I think about giving up social media like that, do you feel like having something productive or useful to do on the phone would be helpful? Like the Duolingo, learning a language or, you know, doing something else to kind of distract you for a minute, or is it just getting out of the habit altogether of being so reliant on touching the phone and picking it up?
1: I mean, that's like a lot of habits, right? It's like how people, when they quit smoking and they'll start having a candy or something instead, I think for me, maybe because I kind of, I see it maybe a little more extreme, but to me, it would be more about the Twitch about that, like going to look at your phone and rather than actually doing something, I would want to really, really take that moment in of like, Whoa, why am I doing this? And, and take a moment to think about it rather than do something else on your phone.
0: Yeah, that's probably true.
1: I love the idea of Duolingo, though. Like, I think that's great. Like, it gives a better use of your time. But I think initially it's, it's really cool to just entirely break that.
0: Just increase your awareness about what you're actually doing and why. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, either way, more awareness, always good.
0: Cool. All right. Well, Sarah and Kristen, good job.
1: Yeah. So now it is time for a segment formerly known as What Are You Digging Lately, which we are calling Ooh Me Likey. That's how I'm saying it now.
0: Ooh, <laughs> me likey. And I say it more like, ooh, me likey.
1: Yeah. So, you know, there you go. Open to however you want to style it. So Peggy and I like talking to each other about what podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, random internet hilarity. We found really anything. Um, anything that we like and we feel like maybe you'll like it or find it fun too.
0: So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun.
1: So this is going to sound weird coming from me. Okay. But I have a cleaning hack. Okay. Okay. So a cleaning hack is very important for me because I really, really dislike cleaning. Like, really, really. So, to be clear, because you've been to my house, uh-huh. I love tidying,
0: everything is very tidy.
1: Love a good tidy, love a good purge, love a good organize, but I really, really dislike cleaning. So, and in if we're looking at kind of like the realm of all of the different cleaning jobs that one has to do, my least favorite has always been cleaning my tub. Okay. You know those like one piece acrylic units? They're pretty common where it's like a tub shower and closure. Sure. Yeah. So I came across this little tip. I don't even remember where I saw it, Uh, but it was using Blue Dawn dish soap. Okay. So you know the one they always show it in commercials, and they use it to like clean the duck or whatever that was hurt
0: by an oil spill. Oh yeah, that that stuff is that stuff is magic. It is right. Yeah.
1: So this tip was to use that Blue Dawn to clean your bathtub. And the tip was actually to use it, which this is kind of weird with a broom, but anyhow. Um, so I took this and I happened to have it. So I like kind of did a, you know, not at all careful kind of bleh, squirting it all over the tub. And then I took like a little cleaning cloth thing and I cleaned it. And oh my gosh, it worked so well. Awesome. And I had such instant gratification of the tub looking so clean. And it's one of those things that I just never felt like I was quite getting it clean. And I mean, my kid takes baths in there. So, you know, you want it to be somewhat hygienic, Right. Um, but it made me feel so good. And it gave me so much confidence to kind of want to maybe get a little bit better with my cleaning. Um, So, and now I think this is like, I'm in the third week of like every Saturday or Sunday or whenever clean like regularly cleaning it because I know it's going to turn out good so I feel encouraged to do it whereas before I would put it off because I hated doing it
0: this is so great can we also add to your cleaning hack that you told me the other night that you were watching cleaning videos on YouTube and that was like you getting pumped up to get cleaning
1: yeah this is this is the (laughs) other thing I have to do is like there's these weird cleaning videos that I came across someone sent me one and I was like what I can't believe people make videos about this
0: but people make like, videos about everything it's
1: fascinating but then yeah so I was watching this like lady and she like it it's um what do you call it when it's like sped up right like a video
0: oh it's like um time yeah. lapse oh yeah that's it
1: of someone cleaning their house and they're talking about how they clean and what they do. And I was kind of just like watching this with interest. And then I was like, yeah. And I was like jazzed up to clean. And it's like, I really do have to hype myself up because I really dislike doing
0: it. Um, I'm in that camp too, by the way. I like to tidy. I don't like to clean.
1: Yeah. It's the worst, right?
0: So did you find that you found this tip about the Blue Dawn soap from a video on YouTube? Or who gave, how did you find this? Was it like someone just said, hey, you should do this?
1: I don't even remember.
0: Okay. P.S. That Blue Dawn soap, it's magic. If you get grease on a t-shirt or if you have any stain of any kind, you put like a little drop. So just when you're just about to put it in the laundry, you don't have to put any like special spray on or anything. The Blue Dawn soap, a little drop, rub it in with an old toothbrush, put it in and clean it as usual. That stuff brings out every stain.
1: That's bonkers. In
0: my experience, I should also add.
1: (laughs) Wow. And it's such a simple thing.
0: Yeah.
1: So the tip that I saw initially, it was, so they recommended you get a thing of Blue Dawn and it was for really bad bathtubs.
0: Okay.
1: And you go buy a brand new broom, like a regular, like sweeping broom. Okay. And you squirt the soap all over your tub and then you take this broom and you use the broom to clean. Yeah, but that, it seems, that
0: seems excessive doesn't it
1: apparently it works amazing oh but it and worked amazing just when you used a cloth yeah it was fine like I used one of those little like scrubby cloths that sometimes you use for dishes or whatever it okay. was fine right. but it like it makes me so it shines it up oh, like my I goodness. felt good about it like if you came into my house that day I would have been like come see my bathtub I'm proud <laughs> of myself I did
0: this I really am so excited that this is what you're into this week. Ooh, me likey.
1: I adulted. So when I talk to you next week, I'll be back to
0: hating cleaning. All right. Well, I like that. There's like these small windows of awesomeness of cleaning for you.
1: Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to be one of those people that like, I have a cleaning schedule and I stick to it. It's more like, Oh my gosh, what happened to that? We need to do something.
0: I have a cleaning schedule. It's called Dolly comes here and she cleans. And Dolly is amazing. She's coming tomorrow. Nice. That's even better. Um, I've
1: got Dawn, you've got Dolly.
0: Can I tell you what I'm into this week?
1: Um, I wanna know.
0: I'm into kombucha. Oh, and that's I think not a cleaning that, product. No, it's not. I think that it's possible that you might have had this as a I'm digging back in the day. Did you? Did I? I don't remember for sure. Maybe. I know I that you like, like it. yeah, you do like it. Anyway, so I'm still working my way through dry September. Um, yeah. and this is really a nice little substitute for having a cocktail. There's something about the natural carbonation. It's delicious. It sort of has the mouthfeel of drinking a beer almost or a cocktail without the booze. So I love it. It's like when everybody else is having an alcoholic beverage, I'm having a little kombucha and I just don't feel like I'm missing out at all. It's delicious. And I love the ginger flavor the best. Yeah, I
1: do like those ginger ones. Okay. So I have a question for you about this. What is it? Do you feel like the kombucha is gray area?
0: Well, you mean like because it's fermented and there might be a tiny bit of alcohol in it? Yeah, maybe I, but I think that it's so minor that probably not. Meaning, I okay, mean, so don't
1: just... judge me, but I, if I drink a full kombucha, I have a buzz.
0: Really? And it's like yeah. a, the same kind of buzz that you get from drinking alcohol.
1: Yeah, kind of like the arm kind of tinglys.
0: Oh my goodness. I have not had yeah. that experience. But you're you're I mean, also no bigger than a minute. Like I'm a giant human compared well, to you.
1: I'm a lightweight with alcohol as well. Okay. So, like I, to the point where I can't drink a tall can of beer. I can only drink like the 355.
0: So, do you think that maybe our listeners can weigh in on this that if is kombucha a gray area because I don't i really like i'll have to do some research i don't i didn't think it was that much like it's a tiny tiny percentage of alcohol that's that's in there you would know like kids get, know. kids drink kombucha at school like what <laughs> yeah people send kombucha in their kids lunch like it can't oh. it can't be boozy Let's like is there dress. less is there less alcohol in one of those prohibition um like alcohol free beers than there is in kombucha
1: all right. We're going to have to
0: do some research. Yeah. How much <laughs> alcohol
1: in booch? Oh, I just painted my nails. It's hard to type. <laughs> this is turning into a thing where I do podcast manicures.
0: Like you're doing your nails as we're recording?
1: Yeah. Or sometimes while I'm like waiting to start. Oh my god. I've got a nice gray.
0: Oh, you got away from the, um, um, whatchamacallit? The French, the French manicure. Well I,
1: I ran out of the little strips to do the tips.
0: Oh dear. Okay, tell me, what does it tips say about kombucha? Strips. So how much alcohol
1: is in kombucha? Um highest level three percent. Oh tips.
0: well Uh-oh. that's that's a lot. Uh
1: oh. <laughs> so homebrew has more.
0: What right, right. And the ones we like you get the ones from Costco.
1: So, can you get drunk from kombucha? Yes, if you're very dedicated <laughs> and have a low enough alcohol tolerance, you can get inebriated by drinking a lot of
0: kombucha. So what does a lot mean in that <gasps> instance?: But it
1: says you have to drink eight bottles of booch to get the kombucha to get the similar effects to one beer.:
0: Okay, so then that's kind of what I was thinking, and you were drunk off of one kombucha
1: Shot it. <laughs> Uh, interesting. So this is talking about like people getting pulled over, and would you would it register? Oh, and uh, inconclusive.
0: So probably not, unless you drank eight or ten bottles of kombucha. Well, then you'd have to pee in a hurry.
1: Yeah, this is interesting.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> now I feel like I can't have kombucha and still be dry September. I can, can't I? It looks like you're you're good. All right. Uh, If you're listening to this and you want to weigh in, we'd love to hear about it. So tell us if you love kombucha, tell us if it counts for dry September, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, Tell us
1: if you think I'm ruining Peggy's fun.
0: (laughs) In the meantime, why don't we move on to our next segment? It's called You you Win or You Learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there's cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity.
1: These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives.
0: So I'm up for the win this week. And it starts off with the fact that my husband shaved his beard.
1: Yes, he did.
0: So uh, for those of you who are listening who don't know, my husband is sort of known for being the guy with the massive beard. So he has this giant bearded face. Like when we go out (laughs) into public, people just sometimes call him beard guy. (laughs) So he's just he's got to be big beard. So he got this new job, he works for the city of London, but then he got a new job within the city of London and he's gonna be required to have a fit test, which basically means they have to fit a respirator on his face, and so he had to shave the beard off. So he shaved it off and he looks like a whole new human and I'm getting used to it still. So if you want have
1: you had anybody like think that you're out with someone new? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, For especially I put it up on... Got this got a little side piece. Yeah, that's right. I put the, the pictures up on social media and a lot of people told me that they, their first glance at it was, who's she standing with? <laughs> and then they realize. went back and looked and realized it's John. So if you want to it see this... It does not look
1: like him at no, all. No,
0: it doesn't, doesn't look like him. Even he doesn't think it looks like him. He he keeps doing the double take when he looks in the mirror. Um, I think
1: he looks really nice.
0: Oh, he looks great. I prefer the beard. He And I he's just fine. And obviously... I love him up and I'm not going to say otherwise (laughs) because he's my favorite human. So he and I have been together. We've known each other for almost 11 years. And in that time, I've never seen his bare chin until last week. What? Never once. Seriously? Seriously. So if you want, if you're listening and you want to see what we're talking about, if you go to my Instagram at Dr. Peggy Malone, you'll see, I put up a, a file and you can see there's like, or I put up five or six photos and it starts Hmm. with his full beard. And then it goes through all of the various disgusting, um, like chops and weird mustaches. And then finally clean shaven face. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm digressing when I'm talking about the beard. So he got this new job and then the beard came off. And then that's where this story starts with my whim. Okay. So for the past few years, his job has required him to work from 5am to 1pm. That was his shift. So that's early. He'd get up at before four, he'd leave the house at quarter after 20 after four. So that's kind of ridiculous early. And I'm not getting up at that time, but this new job, his hours are a bit more civilized and he's working from 7am to 3pm. So I thought, you know what? This is a time where I could make a sustainable change because I'll have an accountability partner, which as we know is something that I need. I need accountability for something. So he has to get up by about 545 and then be out of the house by about 6.30. So I decided to change up my schedule and get up with him. uh, So we could have some time together in the morning. So we can sit in the hot tub, have a coffee, just have a chat, like have some nice time together in the morning, which we don't have very often unless it's the weekend. Sure. So uh, this is the first week, but I've done it every day so far. And it's awesome. It's cool. I feel tired because I'm not used to getting up at that time. My schedule is just off, but it's cool. And I'm excited to Keep it up. So yesterday, because I got up earlier than I would normally, all day I kept thinking, "How long is this day?" (laughs) Like I just it kept on going forever (laughs) because I had an extra couple of hours that I normally wouldn't have, and or at least so it felt like. So this is this is a win for me. I feel like I'm going to be more productive if I can keep this up, which I'm hoping I can. Yeah. Um. I'm. I think it's going to help me to be more productive and to get more done during the day because I'll just have more time. That's cool. So Very at the moment, I'm a bit foggy headed in the morning, but I'm hoping that within like the next few weeks of keeping it up, hopefully I'll get more used to it. So I won't have that feeling as much.
1: Fair. Well, that's cool. Good on you. Yeah. Thanks, lady. Yeah. Well, I'm up for the learn. And as I've mentioned prior, this I've been challenging myself in September to return to my daily meditation habit, but I've also recommitted to my personal ban on desserts and sweets, it is easier for me to just not have them rather than try and only have a reasonable amount and decide what that is. This is what Gretchen Rubin refers to as being an abstainer rather than a moderator. Right. So it's, it's easier for me to just not do it than try and gauge what I can handle and not go off the rails. So in general, I've done fine with this. Um, I've, I don't know, it's been like three years and I don't have it and it doesn't bother me. Um, But I can see how the slippery slope can quickly happen. Like I've mentioned that I kind of, over the summer, I let a lot of things slide and sweets was one of them, which is why I've recommitted to this. Um, But here's a funny thing that just happened. Jeff bought, uh, my husband, Jeff, bought a bag of trail mix and it was in a bowl and I just kind of reached my hand in and grabbed some and was eating it. Well, I didn't realize there were little squares of chocolate in it. Mm, Delicious. Very. So I'm shoveling it into my mouth and all of a sudden I noticed that chocolate taste. And then I had that thought go through my mind of like, well, I guess I already had some, so what's some more? But that Uh. came loophole 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 can quickly turn into 10 cookies. Sure. If I'm not careful. And we had just talked about loopholes last week. Um, and it just seems to set off that part of my brain. That's like, woohoo party. Let's have more. So I need, I had to kind of just like stop myself be like, no, this is not, I'm not going back down this tree.
0: So no more of that trail mix for you.
1: Yeah. Or if I do, I just grab other stuff out of it. Cause there's other good stuff in it, but okay. that I, that I want to have like giant walnuts.
0: Yeah. There's lots, they're of good cool for you. Stuff. They're good for your brain. They look like brains yeah. they are good for your brain. They do look like brains That's and right. they're
1: big. That's, oh, cool. They're Huge. They're really big ones. Um, well,
0: anyway. good for you for recognizing that that's something that could be a slippery slope for you. I think that that, um, That would be a loophole I might fall into. If it was trail mix, it's trail mix. It's healthy. That's how I'd feel about it. So yeah, that stuff is
1: the worst. Yeah, it is the worst. There's nothing healthy about it. Like, come on. Well, there's walnuts. I mean, yeah, (laughs) it's not great. And as he was putting it in the cart, I was like, come on, man. (laughs) Oh dear. Well, you're back on track. I like it. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: All right. Let's talk about next week. Okay. Next week, we are going to check in for our final week of our Return to Good Habits Challenge, and we're gonna let you know what we are gonna get up to in October. So thank you for letting us know how the month has been going for you, and if we haven't heard from you, how are you doing with your habits this September? If you'd like to let us know so that we can share it, send us an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com or use hashtags, the improvement project, hashtag September plan, hashtag dry September and share how your month is going. You can also join in the fun in our Facebook group, search for the improvement project and click the blue join button and we'll add you to the group. Cool. All right. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Get in touch. As I said, our email address is theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. Jenny is on Twitter at Jake House and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast.
1: And if you like the show, and we hope you do, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast and let them know that it's free. Some people aren't aware that podcasts are completely free to listen and subscribe to. So we'd also love it so much if you would rate us and leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help more people to find the show. We also have a Facebook group. So search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now go get to work on improving the most important
0: project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it.
1: hey hey, peggy jenny um so our friends across the pond
0: yes dave and sean we need to reconnect
1: yeah i just got a little email from them
0: oh what does it say
1: they want to talk to us again yeah um yeah and they've got some ideas of what they want to talk about okay stay tuned